What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Rare Fub Radio. On today's episode, we do have Andy from Cyberfrogs. Just wanted to give a disclaimer. We talk a lot about the NFT itself, Thor, the trading bot that they actually developed and have been in use for 12 years now. Just want to give a disclaimer. None of this is financial advice. Please do your own research. We are just bozos trading JPEGs on the internet, talking about funny internet money. Please consult your financial advisor before you do anything incredibly risky. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into today's episode with Andy from Cyberfrogs. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades, over on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of Rare Flood Radio, episode number 85. It does not even feel like it's been that long, but I'm just happy to be here. We're happy to talk to Andy today. Andy from Cyberfrogs, talk about the derugging process, talk about what they're cooking with Thor, talk about Thordnals. I mean, we got a whole lot to jump into, and this is seriously, in my opinion, one of the most underrated projects because I think Andy is doing everything right. The epitome of bootstrapping a project, showing you exactly how you can build utility with minimal funds, uh, going through the right legal channels to actually make it a centralized hedge fund, essentially. I mean, like, there's so much to dig into, and and Thor's proven profitable. You've heard Joe talk about it 24-7, like, nonstop, about how it's just nice to be able to allocate some funds over there, uh, outperform stake soul, and just not have to worry about anything. And that's al outperforming stake soul in a shorter time frame than a whole year, right? Uh, so super excited to talk to Andy. But before we get into it, bring on my wonderful co-host. My First off, my brother in content, Mr. Dor. Door, how we living today? Yo, your boy's doing good. However, my internet's probably still down bad. So <laughs> every day is still a holiday, but you know, it's doing great. Uh, overall, I'm happy we finally got Andy on. You guys constantly talk about the Thor contract. I'm not a pro trader like you two. So uh, it's definitely have uh, nice to have Andy come on here and talk about it a little bit more so I can learn a little bit more about the platform. So yeah, man, it, it's, it's doing great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I... The nice thing is you don't have to be a pro trader, right? I mean, you just have to mm -hmm. do a few clicks, have to understand, you know, how to deposit everything and, and everything like that. But it takes it takes literally a few minutes. And so yeah. it's it's super nice. But um, let's bring on our other co-host, Mr. Joe Soul. Joe, how we living, bro? Oh, we're living the life. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're living the life over here. Absolutely living the life. Um, no, I'm super excited to talk to Andy today and get some spotlight on uh, – on a guy that is very humble and doesn't really, you know, put himself out there that much other than within the community. And it's, um, yeah, I'm just excited for people to understand like what's being built here and how it's for the little guy, you know, more than anything else. It was really giving us a, an opportunity to uh, access some tools that would otherwise not be accessible by someone of our nature, right? Someone that doesn't have, you know, loose liquidity that's just there to throw around, you know, 100K for a bot, 25K for a broker account. Like, you know, there's a lot of us that don't have that type of money or or if we do, we don't want to put it in these positions. So this is giving us a really nice, nice entry point for a DeFi hedge fund, essentially. So I'm excited for him to dive deeper into it. Yeah, I'm going to give Andy his flowers right as we introduce him. But before we do, you know, we got to break down the market. You know, we got to look at what's going on right now mainly in the Solana ecosystem, but we'll definitely be talking about ordinals. We'll be talking about the ETH ecosystem briefly. Um, but before we do, let's go over to TXO, T-I-E-X-O.com. 
head over to the analytics tab. You can also go to sniper and head to that market overview tab. Both are phenomenal. I actually kind of prefer the sniper tab. What? But We're switching bit up from TXO? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like TXO is easier to break down uh, on stream. It's nicer to see where the, the marketplace data is coming from. I think that's really the main edge for mm -hmm. it. So looking over there, we are at 86.9K Solana volume. Ah, that's good. We'll take yeah. it. I mean, it's close to 100K. That's fine. Magic Eden doing about 42% of the total market share. Tensor doing about 37%. So still neck and neck. Swap still below its 10K threshold. You, you, I don't that's know what's, what's going on over yeah, there. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there, man. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they got cooking up, but um, hyperspace doing 7.2k Solana volume. That's interesting. They're almost doing as much as Haiti Swap, and I have not heard them being peaked for the longest time. I'm not sure what's going on over there. I'm not sure if it's um, wash trading, if they're doing any wash trading over there. It's not hyperspace's fault, but I think they do a 0% listing fee. Mm -hmm. um, so be very curious to see what those stats look like. Solana Art also doing 2.16k Solana volume. Hey, interesting interesting so interesting um but heading over to soul sniper because this is where you actually get like some really insightful data they have us listed at 4348 buyers down from about our 6k highs um uh, most recently which is interesting because i thought some of those buyers are gonna be around it also could be good i mean it could be that people are just you know pop by bought bodagos and are just holding them right um yeah. At the same time, we do have 8,829 sellers. So, I mean, it's just something to look over, right? Like, uh, you know, we don't want to be overly bullish on anything. If you could take your profits, take your profits. Um, Solana's ripping right now uh, because FTX is still trying to make its, you know, redemption arc. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. But I don't want to get too bullish just yet. You know, I, I still think the bull market, like the true bull market is six months minimum till we reach there. But Want to know what your guys' thoughts on are on the market? Let's go over to Door and then Joe. So yeah, man. Um, we saw life return for Bodagos and SMB, and I think things will stable around around until the uh, till the next major mint we have. I think SMB barrels are open for trading on Friday. So once that happens, I think we'll see volume return to the market. Or until Easy makes an announcement regarding Bodagos, I think things are going to be kind of chill towards then. Also with Solana pumping in price. Um, good old Solana, when Solana price pumps or falls, uh, start undercutting floors. Like, it, it just happens. Like, Shake put out an amazing tweet this morning that had me dying. He's like, Solana just increased by 10%. You know what to do, boys. Let's, uh, let's undercut the floor by 30%. Yep. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it just, it just doesn't make any sense to nope. me, but yeah. No, no. It's, and the thing is, it's like, dog, we were just at 20. We went down to 16. Now we're going up to 18. Like, we're still within that range. Like, stop hurting the floor price of NFTs. Like, stop it. <laughs> but it just what it is what it is at this point. So, I mean, I'm, like, cautiously optimistic on the Solana side of things. Uh, there's a lot going on on Ordinals in each side, but we can wrap up Soul first. Yeah. I mean, what, Joe, how do you feel about Solana right now? Um and then let's definitely jump into ordinals and ETH because there's definitely stuff to talk about over there. But what do you what do you feel about Solana? No, uh, like the price action, just the coin itself. Blockchain. The coin, the NFT market in general. <clears throat> I like I like the coin's price action right now. Um, breaking out of this kind of falling wedge that we saw a bottom around fifteen dollars and sixty two cents. 
um, and then ripping up. I really like Solana here with a few four-hour closes above $17.54. If we can hold that, um, that's that's a big level for us, and I like us above that a lot. I like us above that up to $19.80. So I think there's a, play, a, a, a real case to be made about a trader a trader's paradigm to be had with uh, Solana here just because there was a lot of short squeezing happening with the Robinhood FUD and everything else all the other FUD it's been one of the hardest hit tokens but it's one of the hardest hit tokens that actually has a back lying agency with community uh, real tools built on it real utility so it's kind of this divergence you're seeing in fundamentals as well as price action so to me Solana I'm biased but I do see it trading well coming um, a few weeks into July. I think we'll see it trade well um, amongst the uh, the market within itself. I still think Ethereum will trade well and BTC. I like where we are in the macro market. But for NFT-wise, you know, we do have to be careful because mm-hmm. we know how people are, like Dorian said. But I think there's a few projects that kind of defeat that and kind of rip through the matrix. And like Heist, obviously, is one of them because there's a true utility and purpose right either you're having fun making money whatever you're doing there's a real reason to just forget about the act that outside macro market but other than that um yeah i'm excited for where soul is to be honest i, I like the price action yeah i i think so too i mean like it's still affordable to get in i think for a lot of people trying like even interested in the nft market it still is the most accessible the mm-hmm. most user like frictionless yeah. side of things that I mean, it's just going to be the place that I think is going to onboard the most new people. And, mm-hmm. you know, whether we hold the luxury buyers that are like, actually, I, I love NFTs and I have a bunch of money to spend. I don't know, you know, if Soul's going to be the luxury place for everything, but that's okay. Like we're carving out our niche. So no, exactly. And so first let's jump into ordinals. Obviously, OMB minted today already up to 0.324 on Magic Eden uh, from a 0.00 or 0.09 mint. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a clean three and a half X yep. essentially, um, which is what, what else did you expect? I mean, this was, this was free money if you wanted it. So I, you know, congrats to all the OMB mincers. I think public is going live public whitelist. I think is what it's called. Yeah. It's like, um, is, was there like a process to get on that door? Uh, yeah. Like certain communities got it. So like you, uh, in Bitcoin bandits, if you contributed to, the um, burn of the crypto punk and you weren't one of the 33 people who got a uh, like a whitelist whitelist you got whitelist public so you are able to i guess fcfs uh, first come first serve to mint during the whitelist public for 0.29 btc yeah and yeah. and so i mean look it's already a free 0.03 so you know, yeah. I mean, you, you take your dubs. What is that? Like uh, a thousand bucks right there. So, three. It's about yeah. five. Yeah. I'm pretty close to a thousand dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so take the thousand bucks if you want it. But mm-hmm. honestly, I, I just let ZK do his thing. Would yes, virtually dude. Be my, my yeah. take. Um, this is one of the few collections that I actually see having, you know, surviving the, the great exodus of, mm-hmm. of liquidity and the concentration is going to be within omb the bandits the you know mm-hmm. uh the projects that are actually doing something like thor Knowles. we'll talk about that mm-hmm. in a little bit but um yeah i want to actually before we get into andy because we need to um you guys bought something uh yeah. last night you both bought something yeah man and i want to have a talk about it because we talked yeah. about it on th- tuesday shows um you guys both bought azuki elementals uh i think joe bought an elemental plus a bean, a bean. um 
so the unrevealed one kind of playing the 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 youtube kind of game um what are your guys' thoughts on it because i i i i totally agree that it was actually a really good by the fud moment Mm -hmm. um but i have some thoughts yeah so let's go with door first and then joe yeah, dude, like, it's the same thing that applied to SMB. It's like, you see Max Fudd of a top project like that, dog? It's like, that's prime buying opportunity. When I just saw all this hate on the timeline, I'm like, wait, Azuki already survived Fudd of, like, accusing their founder of Rug. This project ain't going nowhere. I'm like, this looks like a great opportunity to get in a top tier of the collection, which I think can probably overtake Yuga. Like, BAYC has been on his downfall. You talked about this last week. So I'm like... Let me just throw in the dice, and I'm like, picked up one, and I'm like, man, like, I just had that feeling, man. I'm like, I still feel underexposed. I still feel underexposed. So, I man, I sold off. I'm sorry, easy. I'm like, I sold off my Bedagos last night, sold off a couple chimps, but I'm like, I got to rotate into this because, like, I think it's the move, man, I, and I'm still looking to pick up one more. So, but, yeah, man. That's fair. Um, Joe, what's your thoughts on Azuki Elementals? Why did you go for it? Yeah, I went for it. It was, it was strictly off of a stomach kind of gut feeling. Mm-hmm. It was funny when I saw a door door just because I under I saw the initial tweet and they said, you know, we understand the feedback. We were kind of going for like a not straight ahead. Like you kind of had to gamify yourself in like speculative weaponized speculation event. And we understand we missed the mark. So they took responsibility right away and then set up like an, a further on AMA and they have so much capital and so much well-being mm-hmm. in the space. It's advantageous for them to just fix it rather than not to me truly. So I, in my investor's sign, I'm like, there's no way they're under mint right now. There's no yeah. way they stay under mint. At least they're going 1.5 to two X above mint off of just mm-hmm. a good social sentiment announcement. It's kind of like the no brainer. Yes, so I picked up the bean at 1.82 because I like the bean more. Because for, for the meantime, there's going to be a, a, a cross in that bell curve that happens. But for now, I like the bean because it's the un, right, unrevealed. The more mid-rares or, or rares that don't come out, you, you have a higher price point there. So at the bean at 1, 1.82, I think they're at 2.11 now. Um, and then I picked up an elemental at 1.5. I like they're around 1.65. So I, I don't think this is the bottom yet, though. I do think once there's some clarity, the, mm-hmm. these will these will run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think um, I think you guys are absolutely right. And I think that Azuki is just, you know, obviously a top tier project in, in terms of the events they put on the trailer for Elementals. We talked about it is sweet. I just two things giving me pause. One, the art is literally a carbon copy. It's literally a carbon copy of their original collection. Yeah, just complete delusionary. It feels like I don't know what the, the positive of owning OG is anymore, but um the other thing too is, and I was talking to you guys about this in, in our little DM is um, the last people to do this kind of raise was doodles, not saying they're going to pull doodles, right? Mm-hmm. Like doodles just literally absolutely shot themselves in the foot repeatedly yep. with an AR 15. I mean, it wasn't even just like a little handgun or anything like that. It was, they went full. We're absolutely mm-hmm. destroying ourselves here. Um, so I think when you see that kind of raise, it, you just have to give yourself pause that yeah. it, when you're in NFTs, there's an interesting dynamic that you're, I don't want to say you're an investor because then we have the SEC knocking on our door or anything like that, but you are a, it's this interesting cross-section of ambassador, um, advisor, somewhat in some way, shape or form, uh, consumer and uh, investor to an extent, right? Um, if you're not finding benefit of something, like I, I just have a hard time believing in it. So I don't know. For me, I, it's, it's just an interesting dynamic. 
I think Azuki will be fine, right? Like Azuki is Azuki. Um, and they've they've crushed it since man, they've already dispelled a bunch of FUD. I think it was a clear by the FUD moment. So we'll see what happens. But we are way over time of our market overview. Let's get into our guest today, Mr. Andy. So if you guys don't know who Andy is, uh, leader of the cyber frogs over there, derugged the project, mm-hmm. absolutely bootstrapped it from the ground up. I mean, this thing was I can him to shake, you know, like it just got cucked um from the get-go from unforeseen circumstances from terrible people decided to take it upon himself um derogged the project now has thor which has proven to be incredibly profitable for a lot of people you can do manual or auto they have thor coming out so we'll talk about that exactly what comes from it i mean you, this is a lesson to show you exactly what you can do with very minimal money um so i i I can give nothing but flowers for Andy. Let's bring him on stage right now. Andy, how we doing? I'm good, man. How's it going, boys? Welcome, Andy. Happy to have you here, man. Yeah, I'm stoked to be here. I'm going to show you that pretty face of mine. Here you go. Hey, everybody. Hey. You know, me and Bison and Joe out of business, Andy. I put a shirt on. I know, dude. I was ready. (laughs) <laughs> that's right that's right andy it's a pleasure to have you on today and talk about everything that's going on with cyber frogs because there is a lot to talk about you've done a ton with the project but first we got to get into the backstory for anybody and i'm going to play devil's advocate of just stupid never seen the ecosystem before tell me a little bit about you and then we can go into the project itself man so a little bit about old me uh yeah name's andy i've been in crypto since 2013 I'm a Bitcoin OG. I was buying Bitcoin at gas stations back in the day before anybody knew what the hell it was. And I stuck with the ecosystem for, you know, going on 10 years now. I've seen every phase of it. I've seen good, bad, ugly, and I just love crypto, you know, and so I've always had my hands, you know, in the crypto space. It wasn't until Cyber Frogs that I really took over like a founder, really like active participant member. Um, But I do have an entrepreneurial background. I've run retail stores. I have a ton of experience in the medical marijuana industry, all the way from seed to sale, vertically integrated grow facilities and dispensaries, retail lines, brands, all that fun stuff. Um, So, you know, and I've also done consulting um, through a process called the entrepreneurial operating system. So I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always really loved just, you know, forward thinking, fast paced, you know, ecosystems and, and industries like that's why I was attracted to cannabis in the first place. And I mean, crypto is just one of those that doesn't stop, you know, it doesn't hit that plateau, you know? And so I've just constantly been like invigorated by it. So yeah, a little bit about me, got my MBA, um, did a double major from Texas Tech University. What's up? Guns up. And uh, man, I just love, I love business and I love crypto, man. So it was a good beautiful. fit with cyber frogs. Yeah. yeah, beautiful, man. I mean, really, I think your background helped you kind of lead cyber frogs to where it was because you like you said an entrepreneur knows how to do something with nothing i mean it is and you might fail i mean that's just the the nature of the business but when you succeed uh, you can do some amazing things with like you said 1500 bucks i mean that's how much they they gave you when you derugged the project so talk a little bit about that you got into the project i'm guessing or you found the project how 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 was that did you find the project were you already in it and then they rugged or what that look like yeah so i was a secondary buyer of cyber frogs and it was right at the beginning of 
Solana summer. You know, everybody was riding yeah. high. It was different kind of art. You know, the community was vibing and there was a ton of hype around it. And I was like, yeah, of course, I'll pick it up. I love tattoos, obviously. So it was a bunch of like tattooed cyber frogs. And I was like, hell yeah, dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm in. And I, I bought and things started going south like very quickly as the top signal on the collection. Sorry, guys. Love y'all. I tried my best to bring it back. Um, and the team was just really showing inadequacies really quickly. And um, I offered to help. You know, I didn't have a ton on my plate at the time. And I said, hey, if you guys need help with marketing, I'm down. And they brought me on to do like social media marketing. And I eventually did marketing. And then I very quickly was like running the whole project. Sort of how my nature is, mm -hmm. you know, just taking taking charge and yeah. you know, really driving things really quickly. And um, yeah, it just got really evident really quickly that they didn't know what the hell they were doing and that they had no intentions of doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And so a couple of friends and I who were still with me, there's three guys and four added quickly, Sile, who we'll talk a lot about. Um, we made a plan to derug the project and remint and then do an airdrop and just move on from that team. And instead, you know, I did one of the things that was, it probably hurt the project looking back at it now, but I called it out as a rug. You know, I wanted people to know, hey, y'all, you know, y'all are interacting with me, but like, this is what's going on behind the scenes. The treasury money's gone. You know, the community treasury money's gone. Nothing's happening. And I'm paying these people out of my own pocket to really move the needle forward. And so... Yeah, I mean, that's what we call, you know, the Civil War Day. The team comes back, and of course, it's like, F you, Andy. And I'm like, nah, dude, fuck you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, and two years later, here we are, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it has been that long. I think that's one of the things that I respect about you guys so much is like, I mean, it's just like Shake, you know? And I always go back to Shake as kind of the, like, take something from the gravestone, you know, got rugged by the devs and everything mm -hmm. like that, and just say, you know what? We could have made another collection. I could have asked you for a ton of money. I said, no, we're just going to show you exactly what we can do um, with our capabilities. And so here you guys are. Let's talk through the early days of, you know, they rugged. You basically, you guys took over the project. Um, mm -hmm. How did you get guys decide which route you wanted to go with Cyber Frogs? Because now it's basically a decentralized hedge fund, which we'll get into in a little bit, right? Yeah, so... That's a great question. We we didn't know, you know, I'm just going to be really honest. We've gone through a ton of different iterations of what our, our focus was, you know, at least in the very beginning of things. And I just want to say, I also, I love Shake, man. Shake's a good dude. He and I are friends. He's pretty so top tier. He's, man, he's a Chad, you know, um, love them, love all the guys at Tensor. So I'm glad he's hooked up with them. Um, anyways, so we, we had no fucking clue. We had absolutely no money. We had a group of guys who didn't know each other, basically, mm -hmm. and we didn't really know what our limitations were or anything. And of course, I stepped in and I just started doing what I could do with what we had, you know, and it wasn't much. And it wasn't really until we met Sile, who is a, a cyber frog whale. Yeah. And it just happened to be that we found the most slept on, most Chad fucking dev that exists in <laughs> Solana and on a lot of blockchains, I'm sure. And from there, he and I really were just able to take it to the next level. That's awesome. So we did do development services. We did software as a service models. We did, you know, obviously bring in some revenue to mm -hmm. continue to push forward. Mm -hmm. And then it got to the point where we got tired of building for other people. And 
we had this big, beautiful vision and we were like, it's just time, mm -hmm. you know? And so we yeah. cut off all third party work and we just started going with the DeFi hedge fund. No, I think that's a really good point too. And I, I speak from experience because, you know, with Walmart Labs, you know, the remnants and heist team, we explored for a while doing mm -hmm. white label stuff, right? And so software as a service, you know, kind of yep. licensing our stuff out. And what we noticed is that one, a lot of people want something tailored to them, which takes out, yes. you're, you're like, okay, if you want something tailored to you, why wouldn't we just go for another mint? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's way more profitable and we are a business. Like at the end of the day, we 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 have to earn money to pay people. We have a bunch of people yeah. on the team. Um, we have to make it worth our while. And you guys get to take, like, yeah, we get to put Longwood or yeah, Longwood Labs, uh, like at the bottom, powered by Longwood Labs, whatever. But really, you guys get the glory of it. Why don't we just further our own brand? And I think it sounds like you guys came to that similar epiphany where you're like, okay, no, we're we're tired of working for other people, basically doing consulting for you know like a fraction of the pay. Yep. Where I was in consulting too, like what I got paid consulting in Web two versus what I could be paid in Web three is like. In minuscule, especially on Solana, you know, we, we just don't yeah. have the liquidity for it right now. So I, I think it was a really bold move to decide that you guys want to work for the project itself, really grow the brand and, and show what you guys are capable of. So when you guys did that pivot, what what was the software as a service you guys were offering? And then when did you decide like, hey, we're actually going to we're going to flip the script. We're going to work for ourselves and we're going to make this into a hedge fund the like of people never have seen with a trading bot that outperforms most of the market. Yeah. And dude, I can't wait to dig into that. It's beautiful. Um, but we've done a ton of other beautiful things leading up to that, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't, there's a lot of really great innovation on Solana and we're really proud of the elements that we've brought to the table. Mm -hmm. And the first one that really distinguished us from like a development perspective was trade swapping. We were the first ever NFT We've got the receipts, you know what I mean? Like yeah. our first commit date was before, I think it was four or five months before even the first competitor, which was Pangu Love. Mm -hmm. And like, hey, dude, mad respect. We love them. Hell yeah. But we were the first to do trade swapping. And we did it in such a way that it really outperformed, you know, even what still some of the technical availability is right now. You mm -hmm. know, you can do combine and burn. You can do individual trade updates. You can have a single metadata tag and have there be three different iterations of the actual artwork against it to tie in like in our ecosystem, it's called factions, but like sub DAOs and, and things like that, take it to the next level. And so we were selling and developing what we called frog machines, which is essentially just trade swapping tech for a ton of projects, you know, um, cat cartel, best buds, tombstoned. We built their collider. Oh, those are all yeah, uh, those are all old school projects right there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can tell we cut off doing that a while ago, oh, man. man. You know, right. like you know, I'd have to look back and see, but we did like thirty of them. You know, and at the same time, we had scaled out like a white labeled non escrow staking service, and we had about fifty projects that were staking using our white labeled service. And man, we're so stoked. We're still friends with some people all along the way. Sadly, a lot of them have dropped off and or rugged, mm -hmm. and. You know, here we are, I think, seeing the writing on the wall. And we were like, mm, yeah, we're just going to build for cyber frogs now. Yeah. That's what we wanted to do anyways. You know, we just needed a way to keep the lights on and, right. you know, a way to, to really sustain ourselves. And we did what we had to do. And we made the choice to switch when we didn't have to do it anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I, and I think that's super cool. You guys obviously work for a bunch of projects. Like, unless 
your I, I wouldn't even say OG because you know some of those projects came out like early last year. I wouldn't consider that like yeah, you definitely been around the block for a Yo, little bit. You probably that's like an eternity in this space, dog. I know that's <laughs> like <laughs> Papa Solana, right? That's Papa yeah. Solana time. But um, yeah, I mean, just talking about that is crazy because you worked with a lot of projects and then you guys made the switch. So talk about the switch because I, if I can, you know, kind of peg the date on that, right. That was around the time that we started doing 0% royalties and stuff, right? Like we didn't, we didn't have the enforced royalty. Well, not, they weren't even enforced. It was just no. that uh, they were just like a standard and everybody did them. And then all of a sudden, you know, y'all came through oh. and, and curved yeah. uh, uh, yeah. royalties for a little bit so what did you guys that was like, fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys you guys decided to curb uh the white label stuff around the time that we started losing you know like a lot of a lot of projects only had that revenue yeah. what set you guys aside at that time was thor available what were you guys doing for money at that point so thor has always been how we make our money personally um thor has been in use for over 12 years and that's what we do to sustain ourselves from a personal level and obviously we've rolled in funds into Thor managed accounts and that's a way for us to continue to build our treasury. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, what's fucking hilarious is that we had one pump right before royalties got cut off and everyone's always like, you guys got royalties for a year and a half. And I was like, no dude, we were a D rug. There was no <laughs> trading volume. We got really? like maybe yeah. a thousand bucks over a year and a half or something like that. And then there was a huge pump when people I think really caught on to stuff, some of the stuff that we were doing. And then they cut off royalties like eight days later. And we were just like, that sure was fun. It's nice <laughs> to see what other people have experienced, you know? <laughs> like, right. Sucks to suck. But it didn't stop us. We don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Little hurdles, yeah. man. It's it's nothing. We eat fudge. Yeah. We don't give a fuck, right? So, Yo, I do um, want to say, Andy, I know this might be a little controversial, but I think you guys are a lot better builders than Tayo. Like, the, especially on the execution level. Like, Tom's a nice guy, but I think he overpromises sometimes, and I think that leads to the effect of how uh, the impact on this floor price, but you guys are just constantly executed. Um, I compare you guys, I don't obviously not directly, but uh, famous Fox is like, those are the other two, like you and famous Fox is like the, probably the best builders on soul. And I really think the market is starting to see that, especially with the launch of Thor. And one thing I love about Thor is because so many people want to get into trading, but don't have time. And just to be able to deposit money into this uh, DeFi protocol. And it's like, boom, dog. It's like, Joe's with Britain. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> That's right. I, I appreciate the flowers, dude. And I just want to say, you know, I'm proud of Solana individuals who push the ball forward, you know, and like we don't really like to compare ourselves to anybody. Like, even with famous foxes like Foxy and Drax, like they're doing very, very yeah. different stuff, you yeah. know, and like mm -hmm. really great dudes and got a lot of respect for them. Tom. He's doing his own thing. You know, I don't have like as close of a relationship with either of them, honestly. Mm -hmm. Us builders sort of stay in our fucking caves and yeah. like don't get out to like hang yeah. out with each other too often, you know. But, uh, you know, I'm all about literally anyone pushing Solana forward. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I do think that cop like comparing yourselves to others is the root of all unhappiness. Yep. And yep. we're just really proud that what we're doing is really, I think, shining on its own. And, and so, yeah, man. That's my political way and my truthful way, man. Like, you know, Solana's no, no, no. got to stick that's, together. That's, and, yeah. that's a fair take. I mean, you all are doing different things, but uh, yeah, you're, you, what you guys are doing is really good. Yeah. We build shit previously unexplored and generally 
very difficult to replicate. Mm-hmm. Let me put it that yeah. way. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah. It's, I, I think it he's, is. And he's undercutting himself too, right? Because there's a lot of stuff that they have pushed that's on the platform within itself that you don't even realize, like swapping mechanism, right? From ETH to Soul or BNB, all these other blocks. Right. You can do it right there, safe and sound, right in your auto Thor. I've done it probably 20 times and it's, you know, lowest fees at your final simple swap and it's quick and easy and it's you, the Explorer page is super cool because you can just view each transaction that's going through if you have any anxiety. I know some people deal with crypto and they want to see their Explorer page right in front of their face. It's very easy readable. So like, yeah, and I think he'll get into more about styles, but just the whole platform of it itself, right? If you're a trader, it's one thing because you have your manual calls and then these are just a whole new confluence factor. You're, rubbing, you're running your FIBs, you're running your MACDs, your volumes, whatever you run, your range play. Then you look at the Thor calls and you go, wow, you know, that's lining up with my 0.618. That's wild. Okay. Or that's right. So as a manual trader, it's really limitless for what you can do with this tool. Now, for someone that doesn't know trading, maybe just learning and wants some, you know, some not safe, but lower risk uh, ways to get their money out there into the market. You look at the auto contracts, right? And the police auto contract. One, you're getting your soul that is accumulated staked, right? Your M soul is getting staked. And then that is then your USDC is sitting there ready to be hedged into undervalued buys, right? And then there's also hedging coming to short the market. So you're getting a, a, a vast amount of tools punched into a DeFi contract that normally would cost you 100 plus thousand dollars to have Easy. a bot or $25,000 for a broker account. Or, and you're getting an entry through Kira, which is so cheap right now. You're basically getting entry to a DeFi hedge fund for like $2, $3, $5, right? And, and it's just, I don't think people are understanding. They just see what it is. They don't understand what it is, right? It's like Robinhood, taking yeah. from the rich, giving to the poor, basically, right? Because these tools would never, ever be available to people that are, you know, don't have liquidity to just throw around, which is most of us, right? So I just wanted to kind of interject there because I know they're very humble. But what they're building is, I think, is you got to read between the lines and see what it really is going to be rather than what it is right now. Yeah, Joe, I'm sorry, Andy. I completely agree with Joe on this one. Like, (laughs) this is one of the few products that I can see scale beyond just Web3 and can be marketable to a broader audience. And like, we can probably get to this later, but it's like, even if you charge a subscription model to like some people using that, uh, just using USDC or USD, it's like, I'm sure people would do that. Like people are constantly looking to trade. People are constantly looking for bots. As somebody who uploads YouTube videos and has to find best titles. You can come with some USDC or soul and you you can purchase manual Thor calls and you can get that without having CyberFrog. So that's coming, bro. There's mm-hmm. so much coming that they don't talk about. They just push. And next thing you know, I'm like a holder, right? I'm a frog. I have nine frogs, right? So I'm sitting there and I'll just see something pop up. I'm like, you guys even push this to the market. Like someone would base their whole year paradigm strategy around this one tool, right? And they just push it out there for their holders and like, oh yeah, by the way, guys, minor announcement. This whole we thing built is a bridge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, what the we fuck? built this fucking bridge. Oh, you know, we're expanding the contract to hedging, you know, like I want to just I will thank you all for the flowers and I will go bullish Andy mode for a second. And I really try not to do this too often. We are literally building an interoperable DeFi automated hedge fund. Mm -hmm. Something that has never been done on the fucking blockchain before. Mm -hmm. It's all on chain. It's verifiable. It's transparent. And it is fucking factual trading data. This doesn't exist. And so Solana, look, I love home base only possible on Solana. 
just throwing mm-hmm. that out there. We've built an interoperable system that takes TAP, Thor Automated Protocol, and allows for anybody from any blockchain to come in and, like Joe was saying, get access to tools previously impossible for you to get. Automated hedge fund on an algo and trading suite that has fucking 12 years of a 70% hit rate on average. Don't fucking trust me. You know, this is my whole thing. And this is why it's been great to meet Joe and Bison and Outdoor, like all of you guys using Thor on your own. Y'all can speak volumes in terms of the efficacy and like the actual hit rate way more than I think mm-hmm. the person who who made it and it's like the yes. one selling it, you know? That's been our whole take this whole time. You know, we walk softly and we carry a really big fucking stick and we allow people to see what we've built and then get that narrative going on their own and and it's catching on. And so we don't plan on being quiet forever. But what we do plan on doing is making sure that every aspect of our system is in place, beautiful and, and perfect mm-hmm. before we really take it and we hit the ground exactly. running. Yeah, they, there's a, and I think people put a, try to get ahead of themselves too much about trying to just launch things quick. But just this slow buildup is probably going to be better for you in the long run. That way you can get all the bugs or, and kinks worked out prior to scaling and massively. Well, what's really cool too, man, is now when I go through and I tell you through the community or – you know, Solana as a whole, like, hey, these are our plans to build this crazy shit. You know, they're not doubting us anymore. They're not saying yeah. like, oh, yeah, whatever. They're like, oh, fuck. Cyber Frogs is about to blow it up again. You know, and it's like, you're damn right. We are. You know, like we've we've proven it time and time again. We can bring the heat. Oh, Bison, I can't yeah, hear you, yeah, brother. Bison. Yeah, yeah, you muted Bison. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, I was, there we go. I was like, I... I think that's 100% true, Andy. I think what, it's like a gift and a curse because you guys have been around so long. Like the people that are still in the project, you've already gone through your weed out phase, right? Like the people that are like, oh, you know, win this, win that. That People are like, we've been around for forever. They've delivered on everything they've said they're going to deliver on so far and then some. And if they say they're going to do this, I'm just going to give them the time to. And, you know, I'll throw this. You, you're basically in the thrown in a ledger status now, which is great. That's exactly where you want to be as a project. You've gone through the short term medium-term woes of dealing with the people that really and what i say to a lot of people is that when they're asking win 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 it usually means Mm -hmm. when does floor price go up so i can exit right when when does floor price go up so i can make my return back i can make my risk back whatever that looks like and you want those people out i mean like i I will be completely 100 frank you want those people out so you can build with the people that are like we're going to give you the time and space to do what you guys are saying going to do because you guys have already shown the receipts. Like you already done it before. Um, and on top of that, like you guys are filling a niche that nobody else has. Like you said, there's nobody else like aiming to tackle this space. Like you guys are, uh, you've gone the proper legal channels to do so. And you already have a platform that if I look at manual Thor, or if I want to just throw it into auto Thor, I know exactly what I need. You can do it without a frog. You're going to get 20% tax. You can do it with one frog, you're going to get a 15%. You can do it with nine, you get a 10%. And then I think whale, what's whale? Is it five or 0% tax? It's five um, okay. for whale. We'll probably lower that at some point. It's all about giving back to the to the homies supporting us, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah. And, and that's, that's sweet. I love that because that does, you're like, hey, we're putting our money. We don't make money unless you guys make money, right? Like it's, that's, that's positive that's sum right there. That. Exactly. I mean, it's it's a win-win, right? Like, yeah. we want you to win because we make money off of it. Yeah. And they're like, okay. 
cool. I'm yeah. gonna scale up capital that way. That's how hedge funds should work, right? Totally. And you know, <laughs> traditionally, it's a two and twenty model for hedge funds. It's a two percent operational fee off of your capital, regardless of however right. you know they perform under management. Mm-hmm. We've scrapped that, and instead, we've substituted a cryptocurrency that you get, you know, by owning a cyber frog. And we're right. very aware of the securities laws. We're staying up to date to the best of our interpretation and ability of the law. You know, we will continue to abide by the law. Right. But Kira is is not 2% of your overall operational fee. You know, if you do the math on what it's like putting in a million dollars in a hedge fund with that model over time, comparatively to just leaving it in the market, generally leaving it in the market overperforms, you know, hedge funds mm-hmm. from that operational fee. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're a performance-based project only. And that's how we continue to do everything. You know, it's if if y'all win, we win. And we're we're totally cool with that. We know we'll win, so it's all right, you know. <laughs> exactly. We're we're confident in our, our capabilities of winning. You and, and you guys have that. So talk me through a little bit about Thor. And you said it's been around for 12 years. Like it oh, this is obviously a product that you and the rest of your team has built out. Did somebody come to the team with it, or how did that work? So there is a Big, beautiful, somewhat, you know, elusive dev, but he's family, Sile. Sile came to the table with Thor, and it took me months of annoying the shit out of him until he would even really tell me what it was when we first started derugging frogs. And right when I found out, like, a little bit about it was, I was just like, look at all these ideas I got. You know, (laughs) like, hey, man, let's do a DeFi hedge fund. He's like, shut the fuck up, Andy. And I'm like, no, dude, let's do a DeFi hedge fund. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, um, yeah, Thor has been his baby for the last 15 years, and he coded it in partnership with his professional business partner, Hunter is his name. And Hunter is a very well-established, reputable European trader. Um, He's not doxxed right now, but he is the one who provides the algos and trading strategies for Thor and worked hand-in-hand with Sile and coding it and developing it all along the way. And so... We always like to say people think that they know Thor, but they really don't know shit. (laughs) You know, about 3% of Thor's functionality has been rolled out at this point. And it's so funny when we see people, it's not funny, you know, it's really encouraging when we see people say, Andy, someone else is going to come to the table with this. And we're like, look, dude, yes, someone can come out with Mm -hmm. an automated smart trading contract. Cool. You don't have Thor. You don't have yeah. our hit rate. You yep. don't have mm-hmm. this and this and this. And it really continues to build on itself. Mm-hmm. We are not really concerned about competition. So it's just like, uh, yeah, go ahead. Brother, good question. Because like you guys, like you said, you're building this DeFi hedge fund. Have you thought about transitioning from or at least going to a raise for more on the DeFi side and uh, instead of NFTs? Yeah, dude. So we're we're in two different worlds. And we're one of the only projects to really accomplish both of them fairly well. Um, it was funny. I was talking mm-hmm. to Nikki from DJ Nape Academy and he was just like, you're a fucking unicorn, Andy. Do you realize that? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? And he's like, you're a DeFi NFT project. No one does well doing that. And I was yes. like, oh, cool. Yep. Thanks, man. I agree. So it's such an interesting thing because our core community is all NFT MFers and we give mm-hmm. them a ton of utility and a lot of the new mm-hmm. people that we're adopting and or the existing community members that we're really educating are learning how to trade, you know? And so yep. the main utility in NFTs, let's be fucking real here. Number go up. You know, y'all touched on it yeah, earlier. Of course. What's my exit point? Of 
I make yep. people more money holding my MF and NFT and, yes. and getting these services than you could make from mm-hmm. just these little penny flips. You know, yep. and like, Dude. it's different. It's different. Yeah, I think that, that's an amazing point. Tools, real quick, Dor, I'm sorry, bro. Go not ahead, even Dor. the tools that you're producing, but the, the actual community, you're in there, right? When you have your frogs and you're in the D-Gen chat, right? It's not a D-Gen chat, it's just what we call it, trader chat. And, and you, you can bash ideas uh, against guys that have been in the market for years on end, have cyclical, have seen the cyclical nature of each market phase and, and, and have traded each market phase. And you're able to have that knowledge and wisdom to pull from, right? Like all this little thing, it's not about copy trading, right? It's about copy trading to a point, to an extent to grow your own paradigm and investor's thesis and how you trade. But you can see how they build their thesis. It's just, it's just, there's so much knowledge that can be that that can come from something like this. Like you wouldn't find this. You'd have to pay for a Telegram chat or something like that to get mm-hmm. how many traders in one a crucial spot. It's a boiling point. It's like a gumbo pot, right? It's a melting pot of all these different flavors that come together to create this, you know, beautiful smell. And that's what you see in the Discord chats there, right? So it's just like I know community is very important. Number goes up, very important. But when you have both of that, and then you can provide more value than said flipping that NFT, it just kind of becomes a no-brainer. So it, it's weird mm-hmm. though because people don't understand it, and there's a learning curve, right? Because it's hard to just take your money and put it in an automated store contract when you've never traded and you don't understand moving averages and different. Like, so there is a learning curve, but I'm, you're seeing this slowly, slowly, the entry to the barrier to entry lower here. And especially with like the tutorials that are going to be drops and things like these to make people really have like a visual learning experience. I think it's X10 for you guys, Andy. And that's just my unbiased opinion, bro. Man, I appreciate that. I always say like frogs under 50 are free, but you know, this is my responsibility and my obligation as a founder is that we've built people a really, really powerful tool. Now we need to make sure that they know how to use it, you know, and that yep. that's the focus that we've really, we've started shifting towards education and we've started shifting towards, you know, onboarding people into those trading, you know, educationals mm-hmm. and conversations. And that's where we succeed, you know, and it's that fucking age old saying, you know, give a man a fish, he eats for a day, teach a man how to fish, he eats for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. We're teaching motherfuckers how to fish right now. You know, and yeah. you can trade. We're trying to teach forever. people how to fish on rare fun, dog. <laughs> yeah, you get it, man. Like, that's so much more powerful, you know. And, mm-hmm. and if they're learning how to fish using our tool, you know, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. If they go off and they find something else that works for them and we help them on their journey, also, hell yeah, you know, but. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely, it's the reason cyber frogs are 13 soul right now, you know, straight up is a lot of the stuff that we've built and brought to the table. And, you know, I don't think we're anywhere near done. You know, we're expanding our signals by 400%. We have weekly educationals coming out and teaching people fucking straight up point A to point B to point C how to trade. We've got three different master traders in our discord right now all using Thor differently and teaching you how they Mm. use it, you know? And Mm so education, education is key. And then with education comes adoption. And I think that that's like the path we're on right now. Absolutely, dude. Let's go. And I could not not agree with that more, dude. Like it, Mm -hmm. it is, it is our ethos over here on rare FUD that, you know, we definitely say projects that we're bullish on, but we kind of give reasoning to it. I think that's just, you know, a a peer into the mindset. It's why Joe's on here. He's one of the best short-term traders I've ever met. That's why Doors on here is one of the best fundamental long-term. This is why I'm bullish on it kind of catalyst-wise 
trader and then you know i'm a mix of, of both of them so we all have our own perspectives and i think that helps a lot of people um kind of come to grasp on what's your trading style right like not everybody's the same and it's the same with frogs where you guys are like look we could do the trading for you we literally have a product to do that you know if you just want to throw it in there and, and do it that's fine but you also have a product that i mean it shows you like okay let me use what I know about trading and why did they come to that agree? Like, why is that a critical point for them? Why is the invalidation point where it is and everything in between? And so it's just another point of reference. It's almost like a peer review check where you kind of say like, Hey, I'm going to run through my, my system of trading and line up my, my TA to be like this and that. And then I'm going to run through manual Thor and say, huh, that's a really interesting level. Why is that? And you can go into the discord and then have it verified again. So it's just, yeah. it's really great to see that you guys are building a community that one, like I said, I cannot give you enough flowers and the fact that nobody else is doing this shit. Like nobody, nobody's no, touching this no, right now. Not even close, dude. And the amount you'd have to pay. And it's just like Joe said, for an actual verifiable has a receipts profitable uh, bot mm -hmm. he's absurd it is absurd yeah. to go into the market and try to find one of those and then you have to have the capital on top of licensing yep. that out um it's it's a lot and you guys are literally saying here it is here's for free this is only three percent done by the way and the yeah. more data we collect the more it's just going to become more powerful with thor so i dude i mean like seriously I, I don't know any other project that i can see one tying in the the knots of nft because there is on solana there's such a gap between DeFi and NFTs, right? Yep. It is like huge. I, I don't understand why either, because like is, yeah, like yeah. Solana is built for DeFi, right? Like it yep. is, it is built mm -hmm. for for everything. I mean, it's just the most scalable blockchain, in my opinion. But um, you know, DeFi, especially, I just I look at it. I'm like, why aren't there more uh, users on it? It's not even protocols because we got some goaded ones out there. You know, you have the drifts yeah. of the world. You have yep. the mango markets of the world. You have, I mean, literally everything, but the Jupiter aggregator. I mean, yes. come on. Are you kidding me? It's just a matter of time, brother. You know, I yep. mean, literally, I used to kick people off my spaces for saying we're still early. I was like, dude, I've been here 10 years. It doesn't feel fucking early anymore, you know. <laughs> but when you really look at it and you see yeah. what's coming to market, we are. And it's so yep. fucking cliche to say, but it's so real. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I'll say, you know, there's positives and negatives that I have towards the foundation and the way that they have approached some of the optics and you know we don't have to dig into that so much but there is definitely a bit of a stigma that comes with solana right now yes you know and that's something let's let's not fucking it's the elephant in the room for anybody yeah. outside of our ecosystem or even inside of it you know that changes that changes when gas fees on uniswap are going back to 300 dollars a fucking transaction mm -hmm. and then at the same time drift protocol who we're also big fans of and Mango, even though that they got hacked, shit yeah. happens. They fixed it. That way. Great. That's beautiful code. That's beautiful yeah. code. Yeah. It gets to a point when you can fire off a DeFi transaction for 15 cents and have it have a microsecond transaction fee right. or a transaction time with Fire Dancer. Yeah. You know, this is the beginning stage one for Solana mm -hmm. DeFi. And and we're really bullish to see where it goes from here. And we're really bullish to be helping move that MF forward. Because mm -hmm. you can't do what a lot of us are doing on other blockchains. No, you know, even trying to go to Mooncake Swap, dude, you're spending a couple hundred dollars on yeah, large scale transactions. So, yeah. well, let's let's transition real quick because I, we could. I, Andy, you're one of those those MFers that I can literally talk to for for hours on end because you get it first yep. off. That's always important. Dog. You're a passionate NFT 
the project owner and you take responsibility for like, hey, we're going to build this and we're going to do it right, which is a rare, like he said, it, you are a unicorn. Like it's, it's hard to find in this yeah. ecosystem where you say something and you actually deliver on it. But let's talk about Thornals, right? You guys got an upcoming mint coming on. What's the benefit of this? Uh, let's, I, I know nothing of the project, right? I'm going to play blank slate. Why yep. should I be interested in, in Thornals? What is it going to do for me? Oh man, there's so much cool shit that comes with it. If you're a crypto maxi and you're in this ecosystem to make more cryptocurrency, Thornals is 100% built for you. It takes the power of Thor with active, profitable, time-tested trading signals and provides you trading signals against Bitcoin as your base pairing. So instead mm -hmm. of stacking the world's biggest shitcoin, USD, mm -hmm. you're stacking Bitcoin. You know, you are finding how to trade Solana versus Bitcoin, when to buy Bitcoin and scale out into Solana or Ethereum or any number of other volatile assets that can expand and, you know, really maximize the way that you're stacking Bitcoin because that's the fundamental basis. Yep. Yep. So Thordinals is your only access to getting the Bitcoin trading signals for Thor on Solana. And at the same point in time, we're doing the same damn thing that we've done for our DeFi hedge fund. And this is a future thing. This is one of those like, trust me, bro situations, but we've at least garnered some trust. Mm -hmm. There is a Bitcoin Solana automated pairing contract coming out in the future. And mm -hmm. so you will be able to automatically and automatedly trade from Bitcoin to other assets and do the same thing with the hedge being the accumulation of Bitcoin. I yeah. like that idea, man. Dude, I... I, I love that. It, mm -hmm. Like, okay, so Andy, you've been around for since 2013, before me. You know, back in way before me. Yeah, exactly. I came in 2020, back. dog. <laughs> welcome, it, welcome to the party, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, bro. Boy, welcome to the shit show, bro. What are you yeah. talking about? Um, no, yeah, so, welcome to the shit show, man. <laughs> so when it, I, I don't know when this transition happens because I took a long break between you know 18 and I came back for like the tail end of DeFi summer. Um, but I was I was incredibly active. 17, 18 was like, you know, the gold rush to me. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can learn so much. And I don't yeah. know when the transition happened, but I love that you're trading against Bitcoin so you can yes. make more Bitcoin because we used to do that all the time. I was saying yeah. what because you had to buy everything pretty much with Bitcoin, right? Like if you wanted mm. an altcoin or anything like that on, on these exchanges. Yeah, USDT was there and there was some fun around it. You know, you had the Bitfinex people of the world and everything in between. But. It was the premise that, okay, I have to buy this with Bitcoin. What is the opportunity cost of buying this altcoin? You had to measure it against Bitcoin because, and then you had, always had to look at the Bitcoin dominance chart. You had to look yep. at what the Bitcoin price action was doing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know when we switch from that, where it's like, oh yeah, where it's going up in USDC. Well, I hope it is. Like you said, I mean, USD is to me the biggest, like I don't, I don't want USDC anymore uh, or right. USD in general, but yeah. Um, I love that you guys are measuring up against BTC. What made you guys decide like, yeah, that's, that's the route we're going to do. And, and why Thornals? Like this is going to be an ordinal mint, right? Yeah. 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 And we're running pre-sale right now. It's a really, it's a, it's a couple of different things that culminated together for us to make the choice. We hadn't done a capital raise in two years. You know, we've got over a quarter million dollars of pending legal fees ahead of us for the next 18 months. We've got, websites that need to be made you know we got to a point where we said hey this is an opportune moment for us to do a capital raise ethically we feel like it is okay 
and that this is what we need to do. We wanted to do the Bitcoin signals for a long time. What cooler way than doing it on an ordinal and like making it part of Bitcoin? You know, and I know it sounds super cliche on some levels because the whole meta is only just art. Well, fuck that. That's not how we roll. You know, we're going to give somebody access to something that they wouldn't have been able to get access to otherwise. And so I had always wanted to do Bitcoin as our sort of base macro strategy. And this was just a really good way. And we talked to the community like crazy about it going into this. I don't make decisions in isolation when it impacts them and their investments, you know, and that I am really a forward facing founder. And I talked to my whales about it. I talked to our community at large. We have a weekly spaces on Friday. Open book. You guys want to know? Hit me with it. I will answer it truthfully. And we told people like, hey, guys, we want to do like a reasonable capital raise. This is how we want to go about it. We want to give you guys something absolutely fucking insane. We want to use this as a way for us to expand, you know, adoption of Thor to Bitcoin maxis and to other people who do have sizable trading, you know, accounts. And we're looking to really help them. And this is what we want to do. And you know what the response was? Was frogs fuck. You know, like the whole community is like, frogs, fuck, go do it, Andy. You know what I mean? Like, what are you waiting on, bro? We want these signals yesterday. You know, and so I, I was humbled to have the reaction be what it was from the community. And it just really drove us to make sure that we made even a single ordinal holder, a thordinal holder. How fucking great of a name is that? Just throwing <laughs> that out there. It's, it's so good. Sick. It's good. It's so good, bro. <laughs> um, yeah. How can we give a single thordinal holder, you know, value that outweighs anything that they had a chance to have before you know and so we've done it with bitcoin pairings and you get three bitcoin pairings with just one ordinal and you can trade bitcoin against solana bitcoin against usdc and bitcoin against usdt right now but we're going to have like a third one that fluctuates month to month so that you can mix and match and all that fun stuff um yeah nfa dyor 100% don't listen to the dude talking right now. Go and talk to the community. Go and talk to the people using it. And, I mean, you'll always hear yeah, me say that. Yeah, come talk to me. Yeah. Come talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can mind. always talk to Joe about it. This is, like, one of the biggest cyber frog stands I've ever met in my life. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, like, seriously, it is. It's so worth it. Yeah, it, for people asking me about the the contracts and stuff in the, the chat, yeah, I, I do have to say NFA, DYOR, please. I'll put the disclaimer in before the podcast. I put it in the bottom of the description. Like we are just inter internet bozos trading JPEGs and, yep. and funny yep. money, right? Yep. You know, like I that's just draw lines on the chart and I get happy when things <laughs> yeah. happen. I don't even do that. I just like look at things and I'm like, oh, this is coming up. I think now's a good time to buy. So <laughs> yeah, I but it, it works. I mean, like it's oh, this is beautiful. So I guess give us the details on the Thornals Mint. And then I, I think we're about at our time. Like mm -hmm. I said, we can probably go on for another hour. I got an inspection to get to, but um, yeah, let's talk about it. What's what's the details, Andy, on anybody who's interested in the ecosystem? What's the best way to check out Thor? What's the best way to check out Thornals? Why should they buy a cyber frog? We'll give you your elevator pitch at the end. Man, I'm so shitty at elevator pitches. If you can't tell, I love to talk and there's so much to talk about, you know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> It's not just like staking coming, you know, it's like, oh my God. Um, yeah. You know, the best way to learn about Thor is to go and talk to those who are using it firsthand. You know, don't trust anybody in, in crypto, always DYOR, all that good stuff. There's a ton of resources for people who are trusted and reputable, both in our community and on Twitter and active users of Thor. 
I do hand out trials. And if you have a single cyber frog, you can check out Thor on your own with Solana calls. And so you can actively be trading. You could have hit that 1590 long that we called for oh, yesterday. Yeah. We were like, yo, MFers, here you go. Um, that's the best or the way. the top Proof before the way. dump, to be honest. You guys, and Thor sold that. Thor sold my soul at for the top, tippity top before that dump. I couldn't believe it. And then ball all the way down under 14 at 14 at 16. I mean, it just doesn't get easier than that. And yeah, man, Andy, big ups to you guys because you guys could have done a lot of different things that were lucrative for you guys and not have worked so hard and put yourselves in a, in a hole essentially until you know me basically stayed down till you come up mentality. And it's a lot, it says a lot about your character and who you guys are as people, especially Sile, you know, in the background and in the, in, the, in the shadows. Just, you know, but uh, yeah, so big ups to you guys, man. And it, it means a lot to everybody that truly understands what you guys are providing. I appreciate you, bro. We're a proof of work project. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bro. In the very yeah. literal sense. I love it, dude. Um, yeah, okay, let's let's wrap it up real quick. Hey, if anybody is interested in Thor, I know it's not just for holders. I mean, like holders get the benefit, but how how if somebody's curious about it, right? And they just want to check it out and, and scope it out, how should they go about doing that, Andy? So you can do the automated contract, which is our DeFi hedge fund. Um, with as little as $50 and you don't have to have a cyber frog. You can also go on the website and there is a box that can show you the previous trading data. So you can see firsthand the on-chain executions that it's gone through over the last, I think it's getting on 180 days right now. Mm -hmm. And you do have to have a cyber frog for access to our trading signals. And so one cyber frog is the way for you to see that, but we do post trades um, in our Discord every once in a while as well. So we do gate the CyberFrog trading signals to just CyberFrog holders, you know, but the manual or the automated contract is open for everybody. Yep, absolutely. Dude, I, also, I and I think it's a beautiful fee structure. What you got, Dor, before we sign up? I was just going to ask quickly, was there a minimum amount that you have to deposit or? Yeah, $50. Uh, $50, $50 for dollars. the police contract, right? Okay. Yeah. And we're renaming that because no one knows what the fuck the police contract is and it holds no relevancy into like our ecosystem anymore. So we're renaming it to the tap contract. So there there you go. Go. I love There's it. I love it. Let's go. Well, dude, Andy, seriously, thank you so much Thanks, for your man. time. Right, we'll have yeah. to have you on again. I, you know, I always extend the invite, especially to, to awesome guests like yourself. Would love to do like a three to six month check in see what you guys are up to, see what you guys are cooking on on the, For the sure. centralized hedge fund side and what Thornals are doing and and all the success of Thor. But um, in the meantime, dude, I'm I'm happy to be a holder. Uh, you guys have not let me down. I really don't. There's very few collections that I buy and I just like toss aside. I'm like, well, whatever happens to the price, this could go to zero. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I would say Cyber Frogs is very much in that that category where I just know I'm, I, I get value out of this in some way, shape or form. So... I don't really care. Like it's the positive externalities that come from it that you know, like mitigate the price and risk for me. So, you know, that's personally NFA DYOR, but like I, that's why I bought one, you know, and from there, if they ever get to a certain price, I'd probably look into buying nine just so I can, you know, uh, <laughs> get the discount a little bit further on the fee. But you've been an amazing builder and, and we appreciate having you on and um, just seeing what you guys got cooking because cyber frogs seriously are one of the most undervalued projects in the ecosystem. So thanks for your time. We appreciate it, dude. I appreciate it. Uh, I am, but a humble messenger. 
there's a whole stacked ass team of guys that make cyber frogs a possibility Absolutely. so y'all just know like there's 15 of us cooking it up but guys thank y'all for talking to me uh got thank a you. lot of respect for you guys man i am here whenever you call again okay. joe was like hey dude do you want to do rare fud and i was like hell yeah scheduled for the <laughs> he next did week. dude he held I it down it. Bro, right I away love it. yeah so down, guys. dude i appreciate right. it well Guys, seriously, thank you guys so much for watching today's episode of Rare Fud Radio. We do stream every Tuesday and Thursday, except for this coming Tuesday. It is Fourth of July. We're not we're not streaming on Fourth of July. It would be a mess. I would be sloppy. Nobody wants to see that on stream. So we're not streaming on Fourth of July. We will be back on Thursday. We do have a special guest for Thursday as well. We do have a Soul Sniper on, aka Sniper oh, X Y Z uh, Maz from Sniper. So be sure to check out that episode. Of course, we'll go over a recap and everything like that, like we normally do. Episodes are uploaded to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you are leaving a review. Go ahead and check it out on your way to work, on it while you're in the gym. I don't care where you do it. We got you covered. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode of Rare Fud Radio.